Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. We're rolling. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the podcast. Sorry we took a week off. We're at heydays. Oh, we're not uploading this week? What am I going to magically <laughs> do? Pop it out six hours ago? <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know. I wasn't sure if we were just uploading it like a couple days late. No, probably not. That'd be fair. But should we just jump right into it? Yeah, I have a little bit of a else. story, I guess I could tell that happened before heydays. I've been holding it in. Okay. For like two right. weeks. Okay. So uh, like two weeks ago, we had the weekend off. I was hanging out with my girlfriend and we were all out on the boat. We were with you guys for a little while of it. And then everyone went home and she had her friend out and we're all drunk and, and driving around on the boat. And you know, <laughs> I pulled Orion. Oh, a me? I know. Yeah. So I'm like kind of, which is, well, yeah, I was like, like yeah, I'm, I'm pretty disappointed in myself because now I'm in the same group as him. But uh, you go psycho? No. 
I accidentally slapped <laughs> one of my girlfriend's friend's ass. Oh. And Damn. it was like a full on. Wait, who? Like, was it me? Like slap, like slap no, my girlfriend's friends. Oh, I thought you said another one of your friends. I was like, oh shit, I didn't even know about this. Okay, <laughs> just like, just like a pat, like a no, sl- like slap, like a slap, slap and a squeeze. Slap, like I like, would, like it was pretty aggressive. I was not proud of myself, and the reason why it happened, I'm, I'm not like Ryan, where I try to just sneak him in. Of course, like he did on your girlfriend, right? So she was wearing my sweatpants. So Alex gave her like some Sea Boys TV sweatpants because they all went inside and it was cold. Yep. So I thought it was Alex because I was like, what other girl would be wearing Sea Boys sweatpants? And it was I was like looking down and there's booty hair. So I go, Psh. booty hair? Booty hair? Yeah. <laughs> no, a booty hair. Oh, booty hair. Booty hair. Slap it. And uh, there was like other people on the boat that we had like just picked up. And I didn't realize they it for were like, like 30 Whoa, seconds. So this, I didn't realize it energy, for 30 huh? seconds. So I was just like kind of cruising around. And everyone in the back was just like, what Wait, she didn't say anything? That's almost more disturbing. Not right away. She kind of was just like, Fucks. and then I realized it was her. And I was like, whoa, oh my God, I'm so sorry. And then I was like apologizing to her. I was apologizing to Alex. And they thought it was funny, which was good. But it is quite it's an good. awkward situation to put yourself in, though. You feel like a real idiot. Was her boyfriend on the boat? No. She didn't have a boyfriend. Oh, you're lucky. That's good. Are you uh, like in business with her boyfriend and is he like one of your best friends? Because that would make no, it a lot more no, awkward. Yeah, that, that would <laughs> make God. it more uncomfortable then. You know, then, then you got a little bit more on the line. Well, mm-hmm. mine wasn't premeditated. It was like an actual exactly. accident. Does yeah, he so have a podcast that he's going to go roast you on? <laughs> Thank God, no. Yeah, so that's the crazy part is, is Ryan knew all that going into it. And it was, as you said, premeditated. But he still, let's just say, wanted to take the chance. I didn't mean to do it it was an accident it just happened yeah I don't, that's funny yeah i was like premeditated is so far from the ryan just been on and up all night <laughs> the last seven years so i can't wait for my chance well, tonight geez. at the dark mgk concert today is my chance that's what it seemed like ryan anyways though so yeah sure that was, i've been holding that in for a while well we'll keep you two over there <laughs> scumbags yeah, now you're scaring me it might happen again it might not be either of you guys but could be ken well, Ken does that on the reg, though. Yeah, I mean, I don't think that'd be too... Uh, I don't either. Yeah, people would expect that. The girls would, too. But anyway, all right. So, okay, so back to back to Heydays. I guess to just give everybody a little bit of context, Heydays is like a kickoff to winter party where all like the snowmobile industry brands kind of come together, and that's like a quarter of it, and then the other three quarters of it is just like swap uh, people like setting up tents and just like selling shit or they just come to party and camp there. It's basically like, I don't know, 50,000, 60,000 people. I can't remember how many acres it is either. A lot of people, but we've been going there for, I don't know, five, five years. We've been doing YouTube for what, six years? Yeah. We've been going to that show. I think right away, actually, maybe six years. And we started with a table in the middle of swap and we just had a couple t-shirts hung up in the back and we had a, like a hand made sea boys tv sign and we just like posted on our stories like hey if you guys are at heydays come to the middle of swap row a17 you should add like contact like swap is basically just like public campground it's It's just a giant fucking garage it's just camping yeah everybody pulls in and puts all their shit from their house that they don't want anymore and tries to sell it yeah so that was like the first kind of heydays setup that we had and it's so funny because we don't even have photos of it Probably like, because it looked like shit. Like that. Why would I take a picture of this? <laughs> like, that's how bad it was. And then the year after that, we were at like the edge of swap. So we were like, we're still in swap, but 
So at least like up. findable this year. And then the year after we were like on the very far side of like where like businesses would be. And then it got a little bit bigger and a little bit bigger. And then this year we were like right next to 509, right next to Polaris. And it was like electric. Yeah, it was. Like there was like something in the air at our booth for 12 hours straight. People waiting podcast. in line for like two and a half hours so, just to like w- meet our dumbasses. We like <laughs> seriously, like Evan was insane. loving. It. Mm-hmm. Evan was loving. It. He was drinking teas. Oh, that was and super he was fun. Progressively getting louder as the day went on because <laughs> he was chatty. drinking tea. So it was like the rest of us were getting tired, but Evan was just getting more drunk. So like, I'm sure everyone's like, "Man, Evan sure is friendly." But uh, so at the very end, when we give away the pit bike, we're on up on top of the semen truck, and there's a sea of people around us, and we're throwing free stuff out. I'm on the megaphone, and Evan looked at me and goes, "Should we Woodstock '99 this shit? <laughs> <laughs> like start a riot?" <laughs> and I was just like, I thought about it for a second. I was like, "No, we can't do that, Evan," because <laughs> he was all tuned up. Yeah, when we when we gave that pit bike away. It was electric, and the kid was right in front of us when we announced it. Yeah, like dead center of this crowd, the, dude. That it could was, not have been any better. No, right. it was perfect. It was like, Kenner CJ says the name, and then I'm just—I have the camera pointed at the audience. Everyone's going, oh, 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 and then a little kid's hands just go up in the air. We're like, oh, he's here, and he's like this. It's me. Just in disbelief, his mom was not stoked. Why? Did you guys get that vibe too? No. Uh uh-uh. uh. Oh you. Oh, maybe, maybe I, I could have been wrong. I, I could have I been wrong. But when we gave the bike to him. I think she him, was worried that he was going to get hurt on it. I was like, you can just sell it. Could Yeah, that I could be the case. Little... That could be the case. But I was like, yeah, this is crazy. And she's like, uh-huh. I was like, oh, she's not. What? <laughs> she's not on the same. She probably uh, had to figure out a way to take it home then. Yeah, they mm-hmm. did. Did we give yeah. them straps or anything? Who we don't even know what they're <laughs> like. All right, see ya. There it is. Good Here's luck. Didn't even think of that. No, no, at one point I did wonder that. I'm like, I wonder what he ended up doing with it. You know, like what if they legit drove a Camry or something? He rolls it back to swap and just posts it for sale. I feel like he yeah, could damn. Yeah, actually, we didn't make good money. <laughs> Hades brings out a special breed of people. Yeah, I can't remember. Trent had a name for him. We'll go with lot lizards, but <laughs> they're just like bat, like the backwoods and everybody comes out. You put on like your t-shirt with the vulgar words that you can't wear anywhere else. And you're like, this is a perfect heyday shirt. We watched a guy jump off the roof of an RV onto a folding table and like blew it out. And then he went, that was sick. And then Sane paid him a hundred bucks to do it again. And then he jumped onto two folding tables. <laughs> Which actually looked easier, but they did yeah. this last year. I'm pretty sure off the same RV, not the yeah. same guy, but I'm like, I'm pretty sure this is the same RV that someone jumped off last year, and I didn't like, I wasn't expecting to see it again at, at Trent's. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, right across, across from, from them. And so yeah. also uh, the shenanigans going on at this time. <laughs> he he doubles it up. So saying pays him hundred bucks. I didn't know that, but doubles the tables up. But then there's a guy with a sex doll named <laughs> Ursula. Who put that on top of it? So she got RKO'd for sure. But we just, <laughs> we just got an email. I actually haven't read the whole thing. We just got an email. Um, they asked us if we took Ursula. What? It said, do you guys steal my Ursula at Heydays? She went missing Friday night. Then I see pictures Saturday with her and you guys. LOL. Wait, pull up the picture. Pull up the picture. 
It's this guy. And then uh, when did we take a picture with that Ursula? Oh, Ken's in the background. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But yeah, like I mean, that was look at this. You guys look at this. (laughs) Ken, where are you sneaking off to? It does look like Ken is up to something. Ken was up to something on Saturday night. Hold up, hold up. Has anybody checked the back seat of Ken's Tesla? The frunk. What? Ken? That's where everything goes missing. Did you take Ursula? No, Ken, Ken was on an absolute tyrant on Saturday then, night, so it wouldn't have. Uh, I, I wouldn't have put it past him to snag Ursula. And I don't know what your plans were with her, Ken. But in your defense, Ken, I did see then on Sunday someone's pulling out with a trailer, and there it's like they purposely must have done this, but they took the sex doll and then closed the trailer like halfway on her, so she's hanging <laughs> on the back. I was like, well, there goes Ursula. Did I tell you guys a story about the the episode of Fast and Furious I got to see on Friday night? Saturday Saturday night. Episode? Episode. No. Segment. Whatever. Okay, so I ended up getting the full story, so we'll start with that. Apparently, somebody cut uh like a blimp oh, yeah. off of one of the booths down the way, so it flies up and it's illuminated. So you basically Oh, the LED blimp. Is, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So everybody who's like drunk partying basically sees this LED blimp just go floating away and everybody's like, whoa, look at that. At this point, I didn't know that. Uh, Chase and I are walking down like the main drag and it's uh, dealers on one side and then camping on the other. So we're just walking, chatting, whatever. And we can kind of hear like a little commotion. Guy comes sprinting across the row. Shortly followed by him is a golf cart. Also bombing because so there's security everywhere everywhere and they're on four wheelers golf carts razors whatever so security on a golf cart comes bombing over the hill and is chasing after him we're like whoa what the fuck then about two and a half seconds later this guy comes by on a four-wheeler light bars on full full tilt over the hill kind of loses a little bit of traction like two wheels it and careens and just rams through like five folding tables into what? an enclosed trailer. What? Like what? 25 feet in front of Wait, him. Wait, he was a security guard? He was a security guard. What? For this way, you put a guy in a vest and he's fucking yeah, pretty the happy. Guys, yeah, yeah, we're working at Heydays. We're acting like they were like FBI agents. Yeah, like, Jesus. Dude. <laughs> so guy a, I didn't a, hear a about vest, that. Like you're saying, yeah. Dude did too much. Yeah, dude did too much. And the funny thing was the guy His was trailer running. Was it. it was a drunk guy running. Like he was on a four-wheeler. It can't be that hard to catch him. So anyway, crashes into this thing. Gave the four-wheeler to the wrong guy. Gets <laughs> up, runs over, and tackles this dude. We oh, didn't know we caught him. Yeah, we didn't know we had he had cut the blimp. We oh, you know he had cut okay. the blimp. He had cut That's the blimp, good, allegedly. Least. But we didn't know this at the point. Tackled him like he had actually just murdered an entire family. <laughs> like took him down, fucking slammed him in the ground. Was he a cop or a security guard? A security guard. Just just wait. So Chase and I run over there. This is all under like a light plant. We're watching. I'm like trying to rip out my phone. Security's coming up to us, kind of telling us to get away. This guy's just beating this kid up on the ground. I'm like, holy crap, this is intense. What'd he do? Uh, More security comes. Fucking whatever. So then super drunk guy that crashed the four-wheeler. And he was a security guard? Security guard. Oh, he was sure he was drunk? Yes. Okay. <laughs> and this is why. They are really letting anybody be security there. Yeah. This is what I think. So then they come and we're close enough that we can hear this. And they're like, you got to get out of here. You got to get out of here. They're telling the security guard this. Oh, my God. Security guard walks over, grabs these folding tables like it was the folding table's fault for being in the way of his forward. 
chucks them out of the way. And they, who's were they? Just some random some, ass people? A vendor that Dude. just happened to be there. Gets on his four-wheeler, fucking cranks it up, throws it in reverse, you know. <laughs> goes like that, jams it in the drive. <laughs> rips off and tears off into the it's distance. It's another table and trailer. It's another person. Just tears off. And then the real police came. And then the kid was sitting there. He's like, I didn't do anything. I was just walking to my friend's house. And then we're like, all right, seems like it's over. Yeah, how do you Jesus. prove that? I remember a handful of people asking us about the blimp thing. And I'm like, that's kind of funny. I mean, I'm, it sucks for whoever lost their branded blimp. But they were like, we got to track this kid down. He needs to be sitting in jail tonight. Yeah, they I were mean, like really actually, pissed. But yeah, they were really upset. I saw a really funny picture. Maybe like, <laughs> I, I won't be able to find. But it, they like photoshopped the the. Uh, it was actually the BMP bumpers one. Mm -hmm. they, they photoshopped it in orbit. Dude, <laughs> yo, BMP should thank whoever cut yeah. that blimp because it's the best, the best publicity they physically could have gotten. I yeah, agree. dude, everybody was talking about everyone it. Everyone was talking about it, dude. And uh, yeah, I, honestly, though, that is a safety hazard for that thing going up. And it's like massive. Like it's probably big. like a six foot ball. Yeah. And like imagine like the uh the FF the not the FFA, the FAA. <laughs> yeah, the FFA it's tough. is sitting there and they all of a sudden get beep. Beep. <laughs> it's like moving. They're submarine. like, what what do we got here? What do we got? And they're like, zoom in on it, zoom in on it, thinking that it's like a like a nuclear threat or something like that. And they're like, does that say BMP bumper? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, anyway, security was uh it was getting out of hand. Heydays just tends to get out of hand. Definitely. I mean, I, I went too overboard on Sunday night, Saturday night. Mike got off the leash and he was barking. <laughs> it's exactly what. <laughs> he was barking. Everyone the next day was like, I mean, you, you were hilarious, but I don't even know how you got to that point. I don't know. Overdid it. Sunday hurt, but it was a beautiful weekend. So this kid at Heydays got a no can do tattoo we've we've seen people get tattoos uh handful of times at like the signature so we're signing uh like shirts and taking pictures and stuff and people will sometimes get like life wide open tattooed on like i'd say a pretty ha like a handful of people have that tattooed on them mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. on their leg a kid arm. comes up no tattoos nothing goes ken i want to get no can do tattooed on my chest on my chest and i almost thought he was joking i i did well, Ken does the most half-assed job oh, writing God. no can do. Like, he held the Sharpie at the farthest tip and was like... No, so it's like... You it know, got on his nipple, dude. It, it, so it's like, you know when you're sharpening something, like, on skin, and it kind of, like, bunches up and then jumps, and that's... I was oh. like, ah, fuck. Either way... I already did that. I'm just going to finish it off and just kept doing that on yeah. his skin. I was just like, oh, Yeah, I watch you do it, and I'm like, oh, he's definitely going to probably He'll redo that, He'll just redo that. Because if he actually I mean, is. Basically, not. the kid ends up leaving then. And I was like, there's no way he's, he's doing actually that. getting this tattoo. He's ca comes he back two hours later, tattooed on his chest. I was thinking, Bad th idea. there's no way this kid actually goes through and does this. There's no way a tattoo shop will be able to get it done same day. Comes back two hours later, and he's just like ecstatic it. about it. And I was like, oh, no, I'm I fucking stoked up. for him. As long as he's happy, I should have like fixed this. Or yeah, done, you should have. Why did you not even it's the like, most half-assed like, job I've ever seen. This kid's got it for the rest of his life in camera. And he doesn't even have a single tattoo. Most people that get like a something tattooed on him are like covered and you're like, ah, it doesn't really matter. It just mm -hmm. blends in. I, I didn't think Nothing. Gonna, his, his parents are going to be livid. I didn't think he was going to follow through with it on a Saturday afternoon and... He had Dude, been what, like 18? You got to, like, the clip of Ken, we'll throw that in, like, is priceless of when you first saw it. Like, when you first saw it, you, you went. <laughs> oh, my God. And you kind of, like, looked around to make, like, 
make sure no one was i don't know we were all just like <laughs> damn ken that's on you but no it was it was cool it was cool he, he made in the video and and the tattoo artist did kind of clean it up so it looks a little punk rock now so yeah. that's kind of cool he's you definitely going to need some more <laughs> some more you, you, you add more chest, <laughs> you add more to that nick and look good a full chest piece yeah <laughs> he needs like an eagle a across his chest, chest to cover up is what he's going to need so that was pretty crazy. So shout out all the the wild fans and the wild interactions we had. Definitely. So kind of on that, you know, the guy that cut that thing and probably ended up in jail. Would you guys rather spend a year in jail straight or gay? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, dude. I didn't mean that. Just I came out. Sorry, but no, de- <laughs> definitely straight. <laughs> He's serving the year. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> that literally, I didn't even control that. Just, <laughs> finish, the, finish the damn question. I don't know what I, if I can I would go off of that. But. <laughs> All right. Would you rather spend a year in jail straight? Or <laughs> it's definitely the wording. God damn it. A year straight in jail. Yeah, that's <laughs> Mike's such a little smart ass. You had I, to put that in. <laughs> I see what you're doing now. Okay. Good. Yeah. Fuck. So would you rather spend one year straight in jail? God damn it. <laughs> or be one year consecutively. Okay. Let me just fucking redo this. Let me redo this. Consecutively. Yes. Would, would you rather spend one entire year in jail or five years, but you just go on the weekends? Fuck that. I'd do one year. I'd one do year. the year. Okay, but wait. There is some perks to only going on the weekends. One, you never have to go any, to anybody's shitty wedding. <laughs> For five years. You're in prison. You got a good... No, just jail. You got a good excuse. You're free during the week, dude. You you get out, go to work. I think the upside would be being able to have a job. You have a job. Yeah. You work, uh, watch Netflix at night. I, I mean, don't, I there don't is know. perks to it, honestly. So I'd take it you're on the weekend side of things. Every weekend, like there's no more Sunday scaries. You're looking forward to the work week. You get out. <laughs> you're you're well rested. You're looking forward to Monday. Yeah, you work out. You can work out on the weekends. You got time to work out. You're not, probably not going to be drinking as much. No. Finally I, get off yeah, the wagon. There's no more Sunday scaries because that doesn't exist. But there <laughs> is like the Friday evening scaries of yeah. having to go to jail every weekend. However, once you got used to it. Yeah, yeah. You Thursday, get used Thursday. To your no, I still. Uh, yeah. For the record, I'd still take Pounding the year. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I uh, but maybe it depends on if it's just like a normal jail or if it's like a pretty hardcore one. Because then I, I think I'd rather go in and out so you could escape it. Mm. It sounds like a scary place. Yeah, no, jail doesn't sound sick. Yeah, but I just thought no. about that. I was like, well, then you don't have to go to friggin' weddings and do. You can dump all the weekend plans that you don't really want to do. Yeah, obviously more, you wouldn't get all the weekend plans you did want to do yeah more people are doing like thursday weddings now though so it's like still can't get out of that and you do then maybe you can pick why don't you just say it. i don't go i don't go to weddings exactly just right. stop stop going to weddings and you don't have to go to jail either well i mean i'm not saying that i would oh. prefer to go to jail instead of a wedding <clears throat> i'm just saying that that would be a good excuse ryan's just out here committing crimes like oh i can't sorry mr wedding i i robbed the convenience store the <laughs> in prison just jail <laughs> And just on the weekends. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home. And then there's a version of it where you have someone help you. You watch them do it the right way. And you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully 
done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. What comes to mind when you picture the perfect roommate? One who comes when you call, one who doesn't forget to lock the doors, maybe one who doesn't steal your milk just a little bit at a time, hoping that you won't notice. At Apartments.com, they understand that when it comes to roommates, a pet can be your best bet. They're easygoing, they eat what you serve them, and they never clog the toilet. And that's why Apartments.com has the most pet-friendly rental listings on the internet. And with instant alerts, you'll know the moment that your perfect pet-friendly place becomes available. Apartments.com has so many features like 3D virtual tours, the ability to save your favorite apartments, and with over a million places to rent, you are absolutely going to find the right place for you. Apartments.com knows that moving can be stressful, but by giving you options, filtered searches, and more, they can help take away some of that stress. When I need a new apartment, I will definitely need a pet-friendly choice. So if you guys need a place that's pet-friendly and human-tolerant, check out Apartments.com, the place to find your pet-friendly place. Thanks, Apartments.com, for sponsoring the podcast. Ben, you want to hop back in? But back to the blimp getting cut off, though. Didn't one of didn't you guys get like accused of doing it too? Really? Yeah. No, that's we not- were in uh, hanging out over at our buddy's like race. I don't know what you want to call it, trailer thing, really sweet trailer. And as we leave, and it was like very tame, like just like four of us over there, me, Tint, Mark, and Kevin. And we go walking out of there, and uh, police come from like all angles, like, hey, hey, what are you doing? Like, like you'd have thought we were like a wanted fugitive, and they were kind of grilling us. And then one of them like from the back goes, oh, DJ? And I was like, hey, what's up? And he's like, oh. And then everyone just like put their guard down. And then I was like, yeah, we're just going back to our campsite or whatever. But they were fully investigating it. I, I think I want to start a new segment every week on the podcast. I'm going to bring up an idiot from the internet. Because we are not the only people that can... T- I thought you were going to say from, from the group. Fellow idiots the group. of the Fellow internet. Fellow idiots of the internet. Idiots calling out idiots. It's only fair, it's honestly. Only fair. Yeah, if you're not an idiot, you don't deserve to call another person an idiot. No, exactly. It takes one to know one. So this is from our good friends, the Dobre brothers. Oh, yes. And by good friends, I, I, we don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> to be clear. But I happened to be scrolling through shorts, and someone commented on it and was like, the Dobre brothers crashed their Lambo. And I was like, I have to see this. And I, I haven't seen this yet, but the Dobre brothers are prime examples of, uh, you know, made a bunch of money on YouTube, bought a bunch of supercars. They're like the prime example of what makes YouTubers have a bad rep. Yeah. Yeah. Pro- probably just don't belong hooning supercars. I mean, and I don't know, it's hard to, that doesn't necessarily mean we are either, but 
My, my question is, who's watching the Dobrit brothers? <laughs> have you ever met somebody out in the It'd wild? Have to just be little kids. But they have yeah. insane followings. Yeah. No offense, but they are like legitimately dumb. Are they acting? I don't know. I don't know. Even just if put, they are acting, they still are coming across dumb. Like, not even acting dumb, just coming across dumb while they're acting. I'll only play the ending, but the premise of what has happened is they're at a drag strip. And he has a, a Huracan STO, a Lamborghini Huracan STO, which is Damn, a very... Can we get a price tag on that? Anybody? Yeah, yeah. 1.7 million views. So that's pretty good. Uh, he crashed his 500. Lamborghini and only got 1.7 million views. That sucks. <laughs> so the premise of this is they're at an abandoned drag strip and they're going down the drag strip and then turning around and then coming back. And I believe it was like some type trial? of time trial thing. They're like 350, 400. To answer your question, Mike. AdRev ain't paying for that. <clears throat> no, no, definitely bad, bad return on uh, investment there. Is he wearing driving gloves? He is wearing driving gloves, and he made a comment about how that would help him in the race. <laughs> and uh, do be fair, do be fair. I said the exact yeah. same thing, and it didn't help. Mine was at least joking. I think I think the audience at least knew that I was joking. Yeah, and then they weren't even driving gloves. Didn't know that. So this is the turn. You have to do a couple point turn here. (laughs) (laughs) Bro, these guys are so dumb. (laughs) Oh shit, he's moving. (laughs) (laughs) Poor camera guy, dude. You're going too fast. Hit the brakes, bro. Too late. Oh my gosh. Bro, the we're gone. all silent. That's that's the vibes. <laughs> He's oh, like, no. <laughs> dude, it legit didn't look like he hit the brakes until he passed the Ferrari here. So like, he yeah, he must have thought right he was there. gonna just stop on a dime at from 150 to nothing. So yeah, if you look at the speedometer when he crashes, he was doing 148. 148. What? Oh my gosh, that thing is sick too. He's back right over. Yeah. Oh my gosh. You guys good? <laughs> get out, get out. Look how quick the camera guy wants to get out of there. He's like, give me a sick car, though. Super sick, dude. Yeah, the camera guy's like, I literally told you, dude, you're going too fast. Well, that's good because that engine's in the back. Oh, that's my favorite part. What he say? He goes, it's leaking. And then he goes, where? And the guy goes, from the front. He goes, well, that's good because the engine's in the back. <laughs> and soon here, they'll pull up the outside angle. And it is gnarly. Who's calling you at this hour? Poor dude is rattled. Uh, I don't want to shit on him too much. That's good. Be- Except for this metal fence and my right <laughs> side mirror. Christian, are you okay? Yeah, yeah, I'm chilling. I don't want to shit on him too much, you know, because accidents happen and these are real people. Thing, yeah. uh, but pretty dumb looking back. Um, this is them. They're, just, all just like, they're all like, oh, dude, we fucked up hard. <laughs> oh, no, dude. Oh. You know, I, uh, I haven't been to that many racetracks. Here he comes. But usually when you, you don't turn around at the end of a track. <laughs> no, trip. definitely no. not. You kinda, not. There's kind of like a run out, and then there's another <laughs> road to bring you back. And I like the idea of it. It sounds fun. I mean, I like the idea of the U-turn thing, but also just don't come into the starting line at 100. 
I'm just imagining Ken <laughs> going to a drag trip, and then start, like these guys are there, and they start driving down when Ken's supposed to be going forward. <laughs> I was picturing Ken getting there and doing the same thing, dude. Like, although we had to race back. Look at the outside view of this, dude. You're going too fast. It's like, yeah, you're He's good. hauling. What was his plan? Oh, no. Look, and no. so he mentions the dirt patch. And he's like, I hit a dirt patch. That's why I couldn't stop. He was actually pretty close. If he was only doing like 120 instead of 150 and no dirt, I think he could have made it. At least they're still popping up their Instagram tags. I know. I love that. There's tags everywhere through this video. So, yeah, uh, not good. But the good news is they did buy uh, him a new Lamborghini in that's the next good. video. That's so, good. Wow. That's nice of them. And that's kind of the move. It's like, yeah, get it fixed. Eh, new Lamborghini. Yeah. yeah. Was it's garbage. The, was this planned? Well, I enjoyed that, Ryan. That yeah, was good. They definitely didn't crash that thing at 140 planned. Guys <laughs> aren't that crazy. That, that's Jesus. what I was saying. Based on their reactions and everything, it was not planned. Like they're not that they don't seem reckless. Dude, they don't have say. the balls. No one has the balls to do that. That fast, bro. Yeah. Basically could have hit a post. Yeah, no. Okay. Could have hit that, that, that Ferrari. Post. Yeah. Yeah. So uh please subscribe and come back next week for the next guy that I find that's Fellow an idiot idiots. on the internet. Fellow idiot yeah. on the internet. I'm looking forward to that. That's yeah, good. Same. But anyways, we got uh, our friends Miller and Kyle here, fellow YouTubers. They're sitting in the in the background right now. You might as well hop on. So uh, originally we met Miller. He was a filmer for Braden Price for a while. We still actually have not met Braden. Uh, and then I believe Kyle, you're good friends with him. Mm -hmm. And also uh, kind of a fellow off-road YouTuber. And then you started filming for, Miller started filming for uh, Chase and Haley, and then we went to the Florida Freedom Factory race and all had a really, really good time there. And we've been friends ever since. Yeah. So it's good to have you guys. So there. what do you guys got going on? You're doing like some kind of road trip across America, filming <laughs> videos? <laughs> that was the plan in the start of it. We were just like, let's go and let's, I got a Can-Am, let's take both of them, drive across the state, just do like a really cool series with it. And then we like got a month out from it and we were like, okay, we're not planned at all. And so let's just, you know, try to go like halfway across. And then we were like, who's halfway across? And then you guys came up and. Uh, so are we the end or the beginning? So I would say you guys are kind of the end. We started it right. like, I would say the trip started or we started talking when we were going out to Utah back in February or last February we went to Utah and we we're like, man, this would be really cool to bring the side-by-sides out here. So we went in the winter time, we went snowboarding and snowmobiling for the first time, which was an awesome experience. So are you guys still planning to go to Utah on this trip? So on this trip, I would say this is the end of our trip, but now we're like thinking, okay, this is what it takes to do a trip like this. This was kind of like the feeler and test we got run. the idea, mm -hmm. exactly the test run and um, making it, you know, okay, now we know what we want to do, where we want to go for the future trip. And that would be, Definitely. You guys filming videos together or for your own separate channels together? We've, How's this going? Over the trip, we've discovered that, like, if I want to do, like, a certain video, he, they help me a little oh, bit. Oh, smart. And then, mm -hmm. you know, so that way just, you don't have the same video twice. Exactly, exactly. yeah. Right. And it helps that we have more than one person for right. like, each vlog, and we kind of bounce off each other pretty well. Yeah, so. and so, actually, it's three of us going on this trip. So it's me, Miller, and actually my little brother, Luke. He is my filmer right. and editor. Um, so having the three of us to just kind of bounce off each other for whosoever video it might be that we're working right. on, um, just makes so much more sense than yeah. like, okay, we're going to both film this and see who creates a better video out of it. Right. Yeah. Cause, Cause you've kind of been in the YouTube game for a while now, Miller, haven't you? Yeah. I've been like, how many years? 
um for as a filmer or like myself even just doing it man like you were because you were with Braden for a while weren't you yeah I started Braden 2019 and it just kind of happened on a whim actually I didn't even know I wanted to be an editor for a YouTube channel and I met this dude at a truck a truck meet and he was like, hey, how can I help, like, how can I use my camera and all this stuff? And, you know, I helped him out. Just Braden started, Price was asking you that? No, 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 no. One of his friends was, oh. actually. So, yeah, no, Braden came up to me. No. But, uh, no, one of his friends, really good friends was, and he was just learning how to do camera stuff. And I was like, yeah, I'll help you out. Like, just showed him how to use his camera. And about four months later, he called me. He's like, hey, I know you're really good with cameras. And my buddy's looking for an editor. Do you think you'd want to be in it? And I was like, do you think you want to, you know, do it? And I was like, I'd give it a shot. And so I kind of met up with Braden then and. I would go up to his house for a week, work, go home for a week, kind of like part-time. And then in early 2020, I moved down to Charlotte full-time. So you just live there and just edit videos for him? Oh, dude, we fi- I film full-time with him. Because he posts filming. a lot of videos. So like, what's oh, yeah. that, what's like that kind of schedule look like? We, uh, at first we would do like, try to do two a week. And like, we didn't really know like how we wanted to schedule it. Cause we were both, he was at like 600 K when I joined and we were just like trying to figure stuff out and it got, we got to a, uh, we got to meet the Guggen squad, the guys yeah, who fish yeah. and everything like that. We Andrew went Flair. there. Yeah. Andrew Flair, you know, all, all of them. We flew out to Texas to collaborate with them and we watched them do six videos in a day. And that, really? then we were like, all right, Holy. we were six like six videos in a day. Yeah, How we, is that possible? Dude, they would go in. So there's like six, you, they're like six YouTubers, but they have like a channel to get like a community channel. Yep. And so what they do was they, Fly, all fly into Dallas, Texas for three days out of one month. Create so much content that last till the next month. And Holy then, shit. Yeah, dude, they grind one it. Way they must it. have everything they so planned it. out. And dude, they had a giant whiteboard and everything of like exactly times, like plans. Like, and we were like, oh, dude, oh we're, like, we're doing this wrong. And so we went back, and I think for a little under a year, we did it every other day. Like, yeah, we, I remember we he was posting so much. Dude, we posted so much. I, and I lived there full time with him at his parents' house. God. And dude, we did, we grinded our like asses out. It was That'd have been miserable. Editing all those videos. It was, it was just a lot of editing. editing them? It was just me editing. Yeah. So for we, a, for a little there, year. It looked like that it was just that was you. Yeah. You ran everything as far as the back end went. Yeah. No, I, everybody's always tell me that, that you were like, dude, you're the man behind the curtain kind of deal. Oh, was, well, yeah. You have to. Every editor yeah. is, dude. Like, yeah. It was a uh, it was a lot of grind, and then we kind of slowed down. We had to hire we hired another editor because I was becoming more of a you know a member kind of like another character kinda, on yeah. there, and so we had another editor that way I could film with Brandon because we have a great filmer like you know so, response and stuff. I remember seeing this one video. Which was it? You or the other guy that got pranked by Braden Price was he like catfished one of you guys didn't he I actually did that to the other editor that oh was you yeah. did that <laughs> dude okay. it was it was so bad it went so far so, <laughs> that was Hold on. so I have questions about that now <laughs> so, so you were you pretended to be a girl and so, were full on sliding in his DMs no, and no no so we went to a bar we, Braden had just turned 21 and we went to the first bar and, th- and this dude Christian he's awesome dude but we uh we went to this bar and he was like just you know this waitress like seemed half interested in him and so he left her he left her his number and i as as soon as i saw him do that i like i was like oh it clicked in my mind i was like oh okay i'm definitely (laughs) so i as we walked out i downloaded a text now app and texted him 
off a fake number. I was like, this is going to be a great YouTube video. I've seen people do it before. Yeah, there's I a didn't whole even, show on yeah, it. Yeah. Catfishing people. Yeah, literally. <laughs> <laughs> and so I, dude, texted him on off all week. Like, I wasn't, it wasn't like weird. Like, okay, I never so I, weird. that was my next question is like, yeah. did this go on for months where you no, guys, no, it was just did you week. have him sending dick pics, like saying <laughs> no. I love you and stuff? Just like, how few, far no, are you? Just, <laughs> no, no, it was just like very, like, just the usual girl, like, flirt bullshit okay. I, i'd imagine yeah, girls yeah. say you know and so and he was buying it. dude he was oh he was so and he came in the work the next day he was like dude that girl texted oh me dude was gosh, hyped about dude. it it was so funny so it went on for a week we left work on friday i was like hey man you got any plans this weekend he was like yeah me and this girl might hang out and stuff <laughs> oh like, we're like no gosh. way and about halfway through i told brayden brayden freaked out thought it was the funniest thing oh, ever really he was like oh, oh so dude. he didn't even know about it for a little while no he didn't even know about it and so i, I was like i didn't want to bring everybody in and it just be everybody against him because yeah, i feel like that right. hurt a little bit more but man, I texted him on that Saturday morning. He apparently he went to a party, like a, a frat party up in you know Greensboro, which is like two hours away. And he was partying all day long. And I so I texted him. I didn't even know he was doing this. I didn't even know his plans. And I was like, hey, you want to catch a movie in like in the town we live in? And he was like, yeah, sure, yeah, I'll be down there. Just like seven work because I'm oh I'm out gosh, of town right dude. now. I was like, oh crap, but I can't go back now. And so. Uh, <laughs> And so he drove an hour and a half to meet this girl for the, for a movie. Oh my god. He gosh, gets there. Dude. Dude's been partying all day long and he's like covered in like booze and like his shorts are like soaked from like just partying really hard. <laughs> yeah, full blown like Yeah, full blown. Dirty. Yeah. Shows up stuff on his neck like dude has been partying all day long. Okay. And he shows up and he's standing outside waiting for it. And meanwhile, I'm in my car Hunkered, hunkered down, just by himself, waiting just, for some. Oh yeah, on the movie. On the did movie you bring anyone? Steps. Did you bring oh, anyone else? Yeah, no, I brought um my family and my family's. <laughs> Your family? <laughs> yeah, I brought my family. It was, was a big moment. My family. <laughs> they, were, they were already in town, and so I was like, "Hey, you, you guys want to go <laughs> punk my friend? I've been yeah, trolling him. No, I, I thought you were gonna say like, the love of his life. No, I Facetime Brady at the same time, but okay. Well, so I run up with the camera and I also recorded it on my phone for Snapchat because, you know, you have that right. both, angle, both angles. And so he runs up and he's like, hey, dude, what are you doing here? And I'm like, <laughs> I had no idea. And I was like, hey, hey, Christian. I'm like, I'm sorry, man. And he's like, what do you, what do you mean? Like, I'm supposed, to meet, I'm supposed to meet the Sarah girl here. And I was like, bud, like, come on. And he goes, no. No, you gotta be, you gotta be messing with me. Okay. I was like, bro. He was like, he, but he took it really well. He just started dying laughing. That's that's a good way to take it. I was yeah, gonna say. yeah, you could have really put that like the far way and just like got an episode of MTV and everything. Yeah. <laughs> he hoped that you were just trolling him for a quick sec. You're like, no, I am messing with you, and I have been for a long time. <laughs> yeah, no, he took it well though, and everybody was like, dude, that's messed up. But I was like, he thought he was a good sport about it. There's certain people you can't do that to, and they get more offended so right i could never conjure up a prank like that i know you could i know that ben one could. i i'm a prankster and ben is too i think that one might have been too far i'm glad i didn't oh, hang yeah. around you oh, yeah, you're no. a savage I, I i was about to do it again to someone else <laughs> you're a catfish <laughs> but, bro you're, no, no, you're no. a catfish no but then i was like okay i took it too far last time let me not do it again but kyle's actually really good at pranks he's pranked me a few times on this trip and it's just like the good genuine like yeah so let's rewind a little bit here. So you you were you started off doing YouTube as an editor. You mm -hmm. were just full time editing. Yeah. And then now I've made the switch where you're doing your own thing. Yeah. I what, I mean I did it for a while, like off and on, probably since like 2017. Like off and on, I tried to do a moto vlog channel. Like you know how they, you know all those big moto vloggers yeah. and stuff. That was a big wave of YouTube. 
I tried that for a little while, and that, as it was kind of dying out, like full again, all those guys, I was I always watched those guys, and so I was like, I'll try it. I had a Grom, you know, I'll do that for a little while. I tried that, and then try to do some car content, and then try to do some like video photo stuff, and then I found with Braden, and as soon as I saw Braden, like and how he, you know, could tell a story, I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. I'd, so you really learned something. Yeah. Oh yeah. I learned. I mean, I learned a lot from you know just being around the world. Right. It's definitely easier being surrounded by people that do it. This is like, I guess you'll get a little plug, but you guys got to check out Miller's Instagram page just because it is just beautiful. <laughs> just the three, it just looks so good and just stuff like that. I mean, you definitely are more refined in that aspect, but like, yeah. I don't know. I just, I literally go to your Instagram page every once in a while just to like go, ah, this looks so good. The aesthetic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I've been doing photo and video for a long time and, you know, just trying to grow as a freelance photographer. And so I just really wanted to have a really aesthetically pleasing right. Instagram and, sure. and stuff. And then you kind of made the switch. So you were, like, I'd imagine you were probably getting paid pretty well being an editor for Braden, mm -hmm. especially being that you were getting your, working your ass off. Yeah. And then there's a lot of long nights and a lot of yeah. days for sure. So then what made you want to leave them or leave him? After a while, Braden's been a really, really good friend. And I'm going to try to like, you guys are still tight. We're still tight. Yeah, okay. we're still we still we're really good friends. And of course, when I left, it was a you know a little bit of like a the tension, a, a, a little bit of tension. Yeah. yeah, and so I I really wanted to travel more, and I really wanted to do stuff more car scene. We were doing so much mudding, so much you know right. dirt bikes, and I was like, I started out doing a lot of car stuff, and I was like, I'd really like to you know get back into the motorsports kind of thing, and so and travel more and see everything because with Braden, he's got this really tight grip on doing everything local, doing everything, you know, he's got a really good way and process of just filming at his house. Like he can go out and ride for 15 minutes behind his house and make a crazy video, you know, like full video, full video. Minutes. Yeah. Full 15. Holy shit. Yeah. But like, and he just goes and does, you know, does, you know, that mud hole does the pond does, you know, riding pit bikes, like right. just right there local, which is a really gift. Like it's a really big gift for him. Like he can just film it. He doesn't Pretty have to efficient, go I'd sure. imagine. Yeah. Super efficient. I mean, I'd say like to an extent we are similar in that way. We can always make, it's the same vibe, you know, like yeah. if we can uh, get together in our backyard, we're always going to be happy yeah. and, and make a good video. But, but I feel like the thing that sets you guys apart is there's now six of you. So for you guys to go jump in and do something, if you did it for 10 minutes from six angles or six perspectives or six people jumping in, it's going to produce so much more content than just one single person doing sure, one that thing. That definitely helps too. I think that's honestly what makes exactly what makes your content and your channel work so well because there is a group of you. And I know you've been told that so many times, as long as you keep your group together, you guys are always going to be this something is so different. It. The beauty of, of traveling yeah. too, like, yeah, is it? Well, we got the boys. We know it's going to be good. The mm -hmm. only thing I wish is that we could film a full YouTube video in 15 minutes. That would oh, be yeah. insane. <laughs> We'd be pumping these things out. <laughs> yeah, we would like, he was like, all right. What, I was like, what do you want to do today? He'd be like, all right, we'll, we'll go take, we'll do, throw a different set of tires on this one. Like we'll go throw big tires on it or small tires and then just like <laughs> go and film that for like 30 minutes, 30 to 45 minutes. And you'd and have then a full video. Editing. And people love it, dude. Yeah, people mm -hmm. eat it up. He's got a very good like, you know, cult mm -hmm. following for that and just... I mean, it works for him. It yeah. really works for him. And then it was just becoming really routine for me. And I was like, you know, Haley and Chase came into the thing and we came, we became really, really good friends. And I was doing a little side work for them at the time. And they were like, Miller, would you like want to join like full time? Like Chase and Haley did? Yeah, Chase and Haley. They were like, would you, I mean, when we could afford it, like we'd really so like Haley to have Deegan, you on. Just yeah. for the people at home. Right. Yeah. Haley Deegan and her boyfriend Chase, uh, really good friends of mine. And mm -hmm. 
they're like, when we can afford it, we'll, we'll pay you. Like, we'll like, that'd be sick. Cause we like, we all got along really, really well. We all, yeah. we all had like, a then you'd get to travel around and travel around, get the NASCAR stuff. stuff, meet all her family was really awesome. So when they asked this, was this, were they at all? Like, um, I guess if I was to go approach another, a filmer for another YouTube channel, I'd be a little bit like, I know we're stepping on feet here, but would you, would, did they like realize that they were well, that? And I was like, honestly, at that time I was like, a little over, like a little ready, ready for some change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was like, change, I felt very but... stagnant and like, let and like in the in the beginning, I was like, you always have to level up. You can only grow as big as your environment, that kind of deal. And I was like, this might be like, I'll make a lot of good connections this way. And I was like, on, I was honestly ready to like change up something either way, whether it be them or not. And so, because I had asked, you know, Braden for a, you know, a little bit more, or like I was like, dude, I've been with you for a long time, like, mm-hmm. you know. He's a really good friend and it's like, it's hard to work for your friend and stuff like that. So, and especially with having another employee on there, it was just like, it wasn't, it was very stagnant. And I was like, all right, I'm ready to change regardless of who it is to, or just try to level up. Would you be like uploading the video to his channel too? Oh, I I did everything. So you'd upload it and everything like that. I'd film it. I'd up, I'd edit it, upload it. I'd create clips of it. I'd post on his Instagram. So when you would upload it, I'm sure you were kind of like seeing the ad, like the ad rev of 28 days, and you're just like, "Fuck this, dude! I should Mm. be doing this." Is that what you were thinking? Because that's what I would. It was, yeah. And he had always said, like, whenever I make more, you'll make more. And I was like, "All right, that's like that'll be sick." Like he was like, "When we reach this level, you'll reach this level." And I was like, "Sick." And he kind of like it kind of didn't go that way. And so I was like, "All right, well." Do you, are you mm-hmm. gonna like are we, right are well to be fair though in, in Braden's defense i mean he had been doing it for a long time oh yeah no yeah no you know because i remember watching his videos when i was trying to figure out how to kind of do youtube and he would have his gopro and just do wheelies and stuff Dude. who was the buddy julius julius yeah is he still in the picture whatever yeah no he's yeah he's all we're all really good friends with that's him and cool but i remember watching him when he was like a little kid he was on like a 150 yeah and i was like man this is this guy's like doing his thing, you know, yeah. and, and uh, definitely like watched him and took some inspiration from him and put in what we're all doing, you know. Oh, yeah. But sure. yeah, it makes sense why you'd wa- why you'd look at that and be like, ah, you know, I should do my own thing. Yeah, I love doing it. I love doing, right. you know, YouTube and everything like that. And so it was just really cool. I mean, I was just like, all right, I if I can, I might be able, if I had a little more time, I could do it. In the right. But you were fully tapped. I was. I could not. I could not have a breath like without. Like I was always thinking, Braden. I was. I was taking it right. Home. Well, you have to. Yeah. Oh yeah. Which you were doing a great job. Yeah. At. Whenever I joined Haley and Chase, I had a little bit more free time. And right. I had a little bit more like creative, free, like free, mm-hmm. like to input them with them and stuff like that. So it was really cool um, joining them and their dynamic. It was so different than Braden's. Uh-huh. Was like content, content, content. Whereas Haley and Chase are like, let's have a good time and do content. Right. Yep. And that's what it was cool seeing you work for them, do their stuff, work on their stuff, but then also like pump out videos on your own. Mm-hmm. And it was cool that there was a lot different than what they were putting it out. But obviously, because I've seen that happen too. Like if, if they allow the filmer to like do their own thing, it, they're just putting out the same content. Mm-hmm. So that was cool. Yeah. So how about you, Kyle? When did you start YouTubing? So ironic. And how did it start? I yeah, mean, you for guys you, got like was, a whole squad of YouTubers yeah, in like a 30 minute because obviously you got you, Miller, mm-hmm. uh, Brayden, Haley, and Chase. You guys all live within like a 30 minute Yeah, vicinity. we're about an hour away from each other. Bro, so ironically, two years ago, so September 9th was the first time I posted a video two years ago. Okay, so, so I'm just hitting the two year mark. 
Um, I'm coming up on 150,000 subscribers, which is, you know, honestly for a two-year channel, not bad. I agree. Uh, That's good. And, I agree. But I do have a lot of people to thank for that, and Braden would definitely be one of them. So, obviously, your friend Zach goes. You know him. Yeah. Um, I grew up kind of watching Zach goes and his buddy Cody Chaney, who was WCW. Yeah, Cody. he moved. Yeah. I used to live in South Jersey, and I knew who they were, and I followed Cody on Snapchat. But I didn't really like realize I followed him because of his, he's an arborist. He does tree work. Oh, yeah, and tree. So I've always followed him because of that. So I moved down to Charlotte, North Carolina in 2018. I'm down there for a year. I'm finishing out school and I'm kind of just doing my thing, working a lot. And I, I mean, I grew up riding. That's what I did in Jersey. There's so much riding there. And so I moved to North Carolina. And I kind of lost that like output. Like that was my hobby. That was my thing. And I lost it. And so one day I see on Cody's story, he had moved down there. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Like, he rides the streets. I ride trails. Like, mm-hmm. I would never cross paths with him. But then Co- that is funny that he mm-hmm. moved down there right mm-hmm. when you decided to get into it. Because so, well, watching no, him so for totally- a second, we watched him do wheelies all the time. And mm-hmm. then I'm like, <laughs> I, I don't mean to offend anybody. I'm just like, damn, dude, he's mudding now? Yeah. What the hell? <laughs> so I see that he's down there. And one day he just puts on a story like, hey, anybody local want to ride? He's like, I got these cool trails. So I slid up on the story. I was like, hey, dude, I'm in Charlotte. Like, do you want to ride? Or like, I'll come ride with you. And so I was so busy with work. There was, I would you know, talk to him here and there. It wouldn't really ever work out. And one week, I just had a free weekend. And I was like, hey, dude, let's ride Saturday. He's like, oh, okay, cool. Like, uh, how old are you? How old are you? And what do you ride? And at the time, I didn't understand, like, I didn't grasp that concept. And now being a YouTuber, I get it because everybody always reaches out and like, oh, I've got an XR100. I'm 14. Let's ride. Yeah. And it's like, I mean, you want to ride with like-minded people and like skilled people. I was yep. like, oh, um, I think I was, at, I was in 20 at the time. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I'm 20 and I've got a KX450. And he's like, oh, okay, cool. Here's my number and my address. Like how far? And I was like 40 minutes from him or something. So anyway, fast forward, I get in, me and him literally click like brothers. And with, you were filming YouTube videos at no, the time? I wasn't no, I was doing anything. Just, I, just I had maybe viewer. 500 Instagram <clears throat> followers. I, you know, yeah. I, I was nothing. Was I he on do. a bike as well? Yeah, so he had a YZ125. I had my KX, and me and him just started riding. And it was a March. It was March when we met, and we rode every weekend. That's Literally, dope. we became best. So friends. that's where you got your insight. Because so that were was like, my, hey, you made videos. Mm-hmm. How was it? So that was that. my first step into it. And he told me, like at that point, I didn't realize he had a huge Instagram or YouTube. Like I just met him and then learned mm-hmm. about this, which I'm so happy I did because it wasn't like I was following him. Like, oh, I hang out with this cool person. So he's telling me about, you know, how he does all or how he used to do these videos with Zach goes. And I'd seen some of his videos before. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, dude, why don't you do them anymore? Like you've got perfect content for this. You've got all these trails, all this cool stuff. And he was like, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's just kind of hard to do it by yourself. I'm like, well, I'm here. I'll film or film me like bounce off each yeah, other. Yeah. And so I wasn't doing it because I want to do it. I just I liked watching the videos and seeing myself, you know, in them and being a little bit of a part of them. Um, so fast forward, that starts going on. He posted a few videos and then people were commenting and saying, oh, you should go ride with Braden Price. And people are going on Braden's channel and saying, oh, you should ride with Cody. And Miller actually I saw one of the me, comments. Yeah. I he know. knew who Cody was and he had watched Cody forever. Right. So in what was it? Probably May. I think early May. Yeah. yeah. Um, I kind of got Cody in a certain ride four wheelers because I had a, I had a Can-Am and That's he, funny. So he went and bought You have one. a little bit of credit for that. Yeah. So so me and him were doing our thing and Braden comes and film or you know comes to ride with us and they're filming. I'm kind of like not starstruck, but like, wow, this is So that was your first time meeting Braden. That huh? was the yeah. first time meeting Braden. Although I grew or not grew up. I moved 10 minutes from where he grew up and lived. I went to the same high school my senior year as him. Never met him in high school. Um I met him 2 years after I graduated and all this stuff. Then so anyway, we do that thing with Cody, we film with them. 
we end up getting in contact. I start talking to Braden, realizing that we live like 10 minutes away from each other. Obviously, we've got a like, you know, similar, similar interest. So I started to hang out with them and be friends with them and starting to do stuff with them. Mm -hmm. I'm still doing a little bit of stuff with Instagram and now my, or I'm sorry, still doing stuff with Cody and my Instagram starting to kind of pop off and grow. And then now I'm starting to get more involved in Braden's videos and I'm getting more involved in Cody's videos and his Instagram and just back and forth. And people are just seeing this person. It's like sending everything and having a great time. And just honestly, I was, you always are like there for fun. Exactly. Like, exactly. like whenever I've been around you when you're filming, you're like mm -hmm. there for fun first. Yep. Filming second, which probably also comes being like, because YouTube's kind of your secondary job, isn't exactly. it? And you, yep. I've asked you multiple times, like, why don't you just go all in? But you don't really want to. Obviously, I would love to go full on in YouTube, but it is a hobby, and I feel like that's <laughs> what keeps my content like relatable. I don't, I don't treat it like a job at all. The filming and the editing is done. Like I pay my little brother, ironically, to do all that stuff. And he does a phenomenal job at it. But since I have that disconnect from it and I'm just there to make the content. Yeah, it, yeah that it makes, really stays. But well, you're not there. really relying on the money either. Exactly. So I'm not. So if it goes great or if it goes bad, it doesn't affect my mood towards YouTube. I just do it because at the end of the day, in 20 years, I want to look back and be like, oh, these are Watch all your the videos. Exactly. That'd be pretty cool, mm -hmm. dude. Mm -hmm. And pass on the stories like, oh, man, this is stuff like. When I was little, I used to hang out with Haley Deegan or, mm -hmm. you know, I've gone to these races and met Ryan Deegan or Travis Pastrana or yeah. Adam LZ or these different huge YouTubers that I would have just never imagined that I would have been able to meet. Or you guys. I mean, hell, I would have. If you right. asked me two years ago, would I be on a, a C-Boys podcast, podcast right yeah. now? I would have never imagined in a million years. I'd right. And I mean, and it's cool, like how you, hearing how you started and this and that, but mm -hmm. like. I just associate you with Braden. Mm -hmm. Right. I know there's a lot of, as far as numbers go, a lot of mm -hmm. difference, but I just do. Yeah. And I think that's cool. I'm like, oh yeah, Kyle. Yeah. He's a YouTuber from North Carolina. Yeah. So, yeah. so Braden did give me my start and you know, a lot of people were like, oh, what's your YouTube channel? Cause down there, everybody had their little YouTube channel. Yeah. It's like, it seems like everyone's uh, got a channel. Yep, oh, so they do. Yeah. And, uh, that's cool. Which though. is a good and bad thing. I think. Um, so yeah, it's a problem. It gives you. It, it can be a problem. If, some if everyone's copying or, each other, is that something that you got to be worried about? Sort of. And I would say that's what kind of gave. So anyway, Braden. I was on Braden's channel. Everybody's like, "Well, what's your YouTube channel?" I was like, oh, "I don't have one." And more people are asking and asking. Mm -hmm. and asking You're just in the saying, background, just yep. being like, just, just being, being content, me. like just being himself, just being right. you know, in addition to videos. And people loved him so much. They're mm -hmm. like, start a channel, start a channel. So I asked Braden about it because I wasn't trying to step on toes. I, right. I, I didn't have that interest. And I didn't have the capacity to edit the videos. I'm not a computer person. And so, you know, everybody's asking all this stuff. And Braden's like, dude, honestly, you're really good on camera. You know how to talk. You are entertaining. You keep it flowing. He goes, a lot of people that try to do YouTube, like they just fizzle out real quick because they're boring. And, you know, or they can only be so interested in so much. Yeah. And so I was like, yeah, but that doesn't really solve the editing issue. And then Luke, my little brother, goes, dude, do YouTube. Like, I've been editing YouTube videos all, you know, like, for the past few years, which I didn't know. He used to make gaming videos. And I just, oh, really? I didn't. Cause, yeah, Luke's a really good editor, dude. Yeah. So Luke, we're going to steal him so from have you. Have you, ha has he always, always made, like, from kind of day one? Like, have you ever dabbled in it listen, or it's just always been listen i barely know how to download the footage onto the computer yeah, i swear i, I mean swear. again i think that's i, should I think say it's not, awesome that you two are like doing your thing like yeah. together mm -hmm. like and i should, I, uh, and I was happy when you called me and we're like yeah we're we're going on a trip and like we're both filming and stuff i because i've always pushed for you i'm like dude you well i know you are doing it but i was like you should too like go mm -hmm. go like actually go hard you know because yeah. Like you say, you're doing this just strictly as a hobby. But and that's because I think you guys both have like a lot of potential. Yeah, you know, like you could be big. 
and like that, really I guess, big. I guess that's the only thing that I'm scared of is if I go full time, I'm scared my content's going to seem forced. Like I need to record. Honestly, I don't really have a schedule. I might upload once a week. I might upload every two weeks. And I know that sounds terrible. And I know I'm kind of missing the opportunity a little bit. There was what you said last night. There's a happy medium between you. Like, okay, so if I go, go all in, am I going to go all in on side-by-side content? Mm-hmm. Is that going to be it? And you're like, that's what kind of scares mm-hmm. me. It's like, then it's just like driving a side-by-side going to be my only job, obviously making YouTube videos. Yeah. Or I kind of feel once you go all in, you want it to be more than that yeah and that backs up to like you're saying oh I, you associate me with Braden, and there's not anything wrong with that but so after the whole Braden thing happened he told me to start a channel me and him were kind of bouncing off each other and i mean that helped i skyrocketed to ten thousand subscribers mm-hmm. like that like i don't know in a month maybe which most one or people, two videos like yeah those, one or two videos like that the which first is, ten thousand is usually mm-hmm, the hardest mm-hmm. you know so thankful to have that kind of bump and start but I quickly realized, especially with some of the other small YouTubers around us, you know, that are way smaller, everybody gets associated with Braden. And I wanted to make my own name for myself. And so that's what I quickly, like I, Braden was doing the four-wheeler stuff. I wanted to get into the side-by-side stuff and get myself separated, separate from that and just not. You definitely did that mm-hmm. early enough. Mm-hmm. I, I forget who said it when we met in Florida. <laughs> like they were like, uh, oh, Kyle's like, he, he's burned tires off side-by-side guy. And they didn't say it like that. The chaos guy. <laughs> but it was the, like, yeah. yeah. Break everything guy. Well, yeah, no, I just, but they specifically referred to you as like, because you'd love doing donuts oh, on yeah. tar. Oh, and yeah. just, because the X3 just. <laughs> the clip of Kyle endoing the Razor, or sorry, the X3 is pretty gnarly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I, I had a 2021 Can-Am X3, and last December I ended up totaling it. You have the video? Yeah, yeah. I have the video. You can like what happens when you total something like so that? I did have, so I had it fully street legal. So I had oh, full-blown really? insurance on it. Um, and I was talking to Ben out front this morning when we were kind of unloading the side-by-sides, and I was, cause I was getting ready to run to town. And he's like, you guys drive these things a lot? And I was like, yeah. I mean, he's like, what do you drive them like every few days? And I was like, I mean, probably once a week. I said, a lot of it's off camera though. Cause it's like our fun thing to go do. Like we'll go ride side by sides around the trail. And then I'll stay at Cody. Like me and Cody still are very good friends. We'll go ride side by sides. I'll stay at his house and we'll go out on the boat the next day. Cause he lives right by the lake. Like that's our thing. And a lot of that never gets recorded. We, I think we literally went to Starbucks, got coffee, and then we stopped at Target and got something. Miller was kind of cruising behind on the pit bike, and we were just cutting through a field one day, and we found this little jump, and we were all hitting it one way. So that's Cody in the gray side-by-side, and then I'm on the blue one. So we're No helmets. He wasn't. Exactly, but we were just street riding that day. Like it was a helmet on? I typically Nothing. always wear a helmet. Yeah, I was going to say, you usually do. Unfortunately, I, I didn't want to, like, preface it, but obviously it – Cats out of the bag. No helmet. Yeah. Scary as mm-hmm. frick. Listen, you saw the jumps we were hitting in Florida. You, right. yeah, you know the jumps. Hit them with you. Yeah, you hit yeah. major jumps. And you yeah, know the so jumps, jumps you guys hit here. And I'm looking at this little gap. I'm like, oh, I got this. Like, I'm just kind of doing mm-hmm. the math quick in my head. I'm like, oh, I got this. But I didn't think about how short the lip was. Mm. The, lip, the landing so was really you. short. The landing was fine. The gap wasn't huge. But the lip was way too short, so it bucked me, and I nose dived in here. Really just good. Just film it. I was Smart. like, oh, I'm I glad I you told her to get out, dude. Oh, oh my shit. God. So he right Kyle. There. Kyle. And, uh, oh, real quick, Miller. So that rugged. first impact isn't what hurt me. That I, I remember that. It was that second impact upside down. I got pushed up out of the seat, and I had a seatbelt on. 
but I didn't have harnesses on. So I got pushed up out of the seat, and then that second impact launched me backwards, and I smacked my head on the roll bar. Ended up getting 10 staples. Oh, my knocked gosh, out. dude. You got knocked out? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. We were in up some. Mac of a head hit there. Hell of a, hell of a concussion. Yeah, the that. rest of this clip is us running up, and Kyle's, like, the side-by-side's on its side, and Kyle's just laying there, and, like, blood's literally running out Leaking of his head. out of his yeah. head. And me and her are running over there. We're like, oh, he's he's he might be dead. We were like, we were running up to him. No, like, it was that loud yeah. and that dramatic, like, right then and there, and it was just like, Oh my gosh! I'd never witnessed it so like so close before. Yeah. Right. I went back about probably four or five days later, and there's a sizable little pool of blood dried into the <laughs> yeah the cement. So where we ride in this clip is actually an abandoned golf course. So yeah. we cruise around on the cart pass and drift around. That's pretty stuff. sick. It's, it's an awesome place to go. That's an, like I was out of work for all of December last year. Um, really? I, I had a very bad concussion from that. So it was a whole month? Mm-hmm. Or? I kind of, and so that's the thing. I work for myself. I'm running a modeling contractor. So I kind of schedule my workout already. So yeah, I, was, I was waiting for you to say that. You're, he, Kyle's been looking around the shop, like <laughs> wondering, asking like, like builder questions, oh, yeah. and you definitely know your shit as far yeah. as that goes. But it's just funny. We'll, we'll walk into any door, and he's like, "Well, if you yeah. tighten this uh, nail a little bit more, listen, I'm like... getting ready to fix your bathroom door because yeah. it was pissing me off earlier." So. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> no, I'm going to. I'm going. To. Go I gotta find some screws first. You got any of those around? Uh, the corner, yeah. or actually, the yeah. Dollar General store over there. Perfect. Also, you were helpful last night. We started. Uh, <laughs> oh my so gosh. So we thought the razor was uh, fine. It, it's been great. It. Has you should not go, broken yet. You should go grab that hub, or we should go. Uh, yeah, that I hub. should. Um, until we started, until we started jumping it on the track, um, <laughs> everything was good. And then you know the CVs went out, and then I don't know really what happened in this translation, but Evan replaced the CVs, and then the bearing just non-existent anymore, <laughs> and the the wheel was <laughs> latched onto the the rig pretty tight. And yet you could move the whole thing. Yeah. And so we so ben, fixing I was that. showing Ben and Ryan that this morning. And um, so he's like, I think Ben was like, how does that even happen? And I was like, well, you know, the wheel bearings start to go and you're like, I ah, will change them soon. And then you keep jumping it. And then they're like, oh, you know, we should change it. And, you know, you're like, oh, we'll get to it later. And you keep going and keep going. I was like, and eventually, oh gosh. eventually this is what happens. Yeah. So we walk in and Mike is jacking this thing up. He's like, yeah, I think a wheel bearing's out. <laughs> And uh, I it went over out. to it. It was gone. Yeah, I like went gone. over to it and wiggled it just a little bit. I was like, oh, it's not. And then wiggled it, and then it kept going. And I was yeah. like, you've taken these lug nuts off, right? And he's like, no, no, everything's tight still. Yeah. <laughs> it was just oh, moving. That was the worst part, too, is that I'm like, <laughs> well, we should probably fix the side-by-side now that you guys are coming. And then it's like, you guys get here, and then so I'm like fun. literally j- just <laughs> jacking so it up. Yeah. Literally, I was jacking yeah. it as, as we were, as we were pulling up, he's starting to jack it up. Uh, and then you guys are like, oh, you're just trying to get this fixed. And you're like, what are you, what are you guys doing? Yeah. We, oh, goodness. We it was in. the equivalent of like putting a tire on, putting one lug nut on just like a half a thread and then, like, and then shake the tire or drive with yeah, it. But yeah. everything was fully tight. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that was, that was rough. I was, I asked them, how does this even happen? And they go, cause you guys don't maintenance anything. <laughs> you guys are what happened. You're you the problem. You just, you're like the uh, Spider-Man meme where everybody's like pointing. Point at point each other. other. Like, yeah. You fix it. No, you fix it. No, you fix That's it. true. And also, Dude. Hey, all right. We're going to have Miller editing. Okay. We're going to have Luke editing. Well, no, you gotta and then we're going to have Kyle sending, sending, sending and fixing all of our stuff. You guys aren't going to be able to Including the building. Sending service. They're going to like slash all our tires so we can't literally yeah. leave. So, like, he'll, so he'll be photography and, yep. and video he'll be editing and then i'll just be sending and servicing 
Yep. <clears throat> and we'll pay you guys in Uncrustable PB&Js. Perfect. Those are yeah. my favorite. Yeah, so you guys will be dialed. The grape ones? You could probably get him with McDonald's. You could. No, we don't got McDonald's out here. I think uh, that's... Uh, it's, sorry, buddy. But you could build Uncrustable PB&Js. In a roundabout way, obviously, like it's a good compliment. I, it'd be, we'd be a powerhouse. Oh, my God. Oh, we really advice. would. Yeah. Like, so, hey. Why do you guys just got to live in the middle of nowhere, though? I know. <laughs> well, that's, that was my next question. So being... You know, Miller, you were a full-time YouTube editor. Yeah. What do we got to do to get a, a YouTube editor, full-time guy in here, in-house, helping us out? So that way we can continue to, to expand and to grow, grow and make like, more videos and better videos and all that. Like, what do we got to do? Oh, man. I mean, I'm right here, but no. <laughs> no, but you're <laughs> trying here. to do your own thing now. Yeah, you're trying to do I'm your... trying to do my own thing. And I, I it's been contemplated in my head, like, am I ready for that yet? I'm just hitting 90K and I'm like, can I afford to like even, you know, right. You basically went it. from a full-time steady salary. Um, yeah. To as just, funny as it is working for a YouTuber. Yeah, working to, for a YouTuber. And now you're going into the unsure thing. Yeah. The unsure YouTuber. Thing. Yeah. Right now I'm like halfway in between like, all right, am I sending this? Like, should I you just gotta. commit or should I just try to find a job and then, or like not a job, but like try to find a YouTube channel Thanks, to yeah, edit whatever. for and then do stuff, stuff on the side till I grow a little bit bigger till I can justify it. So I'm like, halfway in between both of those right now but i don't know you gotta just send it man you think so that's what i think i feel like the hardest thing for you guys to find an editor is nobody's ever going to edit the way that you are seeing and portraying the video in your head before you ever edit it and that's that's what we're worried about mm -hmm. that's a big thing because with brayden my editing style was his videos like was that was how he taught me to edit because i was i was his first editor and so that's how I learned to edit and like I learned how to edit his style. And then when I went to Haley and Chase, I totally had to switch up how I edited and how I did and everything. Mm-hmm. And so me and Chase would half videos and sometimes he'd have to go in and fix my part just because he, he it wasn't too. how the way yeah. and it wasn't exactly how he envisioned it right. in his head, which no problem to me because I mean, I just didn't know, but like right. you just got to find someone to learn exactly how you so want. So then it. here's a wild fact that most people don't know. I usually don't watch my YouTube videos until they've been posted for about an hour. Really? I swear. Mm, uh, he'll, Luke will post them. Because to me, it's it's Luke's YouTube channel almost. It's You're just <clears> the <throat> feature mm-hmm. on it. Huh? I, I'm just, a, I'm just financing it. I guess <laughs> I'm so. literally just financing the YouTube and creating the content and making the connections. And he does absolutely all the YouTube. And that's what he loves. That's, I, uh, that's what his... I don't think is. it's the craziest thing ever. Mm-hmm. This, this is... Uh, probably an abrasive uh, thing to say, mm. but I don't listen. I mean, definitely watch all our videos, try to watch them multiple times, but like, I don't listen to our podcasts unless I was like, that was really fun. Well, I mean, I yeah. definitely go back, but I, I can't listen to the full one. Cause I was like, I lived it or I watched yeah. it. Mm-hmm. And I'm um, the opposite. I, yeah, like, and I know, watch I, yeah, it. I listen and watch it before it even goes out to like, for sure. And if there's know. any everything before it goes up, but yeah, it's like once it's out, I'm like, I, I love like reading the comments and yeah. reminiscing back on it. But then when I watch it, I was like, I don't, I don't know why. Yeah, it's just, it's kind of like maybe not ideal, but I definitely go back and watch anything yeah. that's super funny. I got to see again. I guess but. I, I probably do the same thing because I love reading the comments. It's honestly my favorite thing to do. Right. And I guess it just shows the trust that I have for what Luke has envisioned for the video. And yeah, there's times where I'm like, oh, I wouldn't have put that clip in. It might look a little embarrassing or it wasn't a good one or this or that. And I'm just like, I don't care. Like my mentality towards life is just like, I don't care what people think. I'm just, I'm 
I'm here. I'm doing me. It's a great way to live it. No, I definitely, if I had to describe you, I would describe you that way too. Like I, I, and I can appreciate that. And so I think that's another thing that just makes my videos seem so almost raw in a way Mm -hmm. where they're not fabricated, which there's great, great benefits of having a fabricated video. You can make them in 20 minutes or it's just raw and you know, you got to film all day and it's just whatever you're doing during the day and then com- mm-hmm. you know compress it into a 10 minute film which i think Luke right. hates because it's pain in the ass to edit but yeah definitely and uh it's a great variety and i mean obviously it's it's working there's definitely ways that it can be improved and you know my channel mm-hmm. could grow significantly if i'd hammer down a little bit yeah. i don't know life's short i don't That's wanna... not what you're even trying to do exactly right? there's so many different approaches like legit so many and there's not yeah. really a right or wrong one mm-hmm. there's some that get more retention there's some that get more loves mm-hmm. more of a called audience more money but there's no right or wrong way to do it which is a good and bad thing this really t- love and hate with all of youtube and all of videos yeah. and all of content creating in general which is really funny for you to say because some of the videos that i either invest a lot of time a lot of money or a lot of effort into sometimes fall on their face and then i'm yeah. so pissed yeah. about it and i'm just like that's why i just step back and i don't care like yeah. in a way and mm-hmm. I see Luke, you know, it's funny because the YouTube scale is backwards. It's not a, you know, videos are a one out of 10. It's a 10 out and that's 10. a great, yeah. great thing. Most people think one out of 10 is, you know, the best thing in the world, but it's, it's, or I'm sorry, the worst thing in the world. It's backwards for YouTube on their like rating scale. It's number yeah. one out of the most recent 10. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, you know, Luke will post a video and maybe it does, you know, eight out of 10, which is at the bottom of the scale. And he's like bumming about it and freaking out. And just so like, I just put all this effort and time into it. And, yeah. You know, that's, it's it. almost harder on the editor, mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. And where it's like, if it does great, awesome. I love it. And yeah. if it doesn't do great. You don't really seem to care. I don't can't. Yeah. I, I, I'm not going to get anything from getting offended. I don't Sweet. know. You guys have been, Wait. so, so you mentioned you've been watching our videos for a long time. Yeah. So like you, you watched them before you met us or. So no. I watched your. I would say right about the time I got my Mavericks, about a year and a half ago, I started watching y'all. Um, and then so when we first met in Florida, I'd been watching you guys for probably a solid year. Miller, how you've been watching? Be, I've been watching two years then. I've been watching yes, y'all, now. yeah, probably since the early shifter cart days on like the ice and stuff like that, yeah. and so, just following along. Like my buddy introduced me or introduced me to the shifter cart on ice video a while back and one of those early videos where y'all had the, sh- the mm-hmm. had the old shop like y'all were just really? doing like little stuff. Like, you know, doing the cutout on the first X3 that y'all had, like just yeah. doing a whole bunch of old stuff. And I just watched, you know, occasionally for a long time. And then I guess up until I got back back into you, like big into YouTube with Raiden, I was just like, is every video. And yeah, yeah. So it was really cool. It was really cool to come up here and just be a part of that too. Yeah. We but were, I, we were going to answer comment, the comment section questions, this podcast, which we forgot to do, or I don't know what happened. Uh, we didn't do those. Um, but did you guys have any, I guess, any good questions that maybe being that you are somewhat it. outsiders? I mean, we're friends, but like yeah. we only get to see each other like once, twice a year. So I was asking Ben kind of before you guys started the podcast, I, I feel like merch is possibly my next step. And I'm getting like, I never wanted to start too early where I was just like trying to push something where I'm, you know, what are you selling? 20 units maybe. And it's yeah. like, is it really worth the time? I feel like. I can easily have the infrastructure to do it myself slash kind of do it in house, mm-hmm. you know, maybe where I'm just having the shirts made shipped to me and shipping them back out. Um, but I also really want to come up with a good like brand. I don't want to just slap Kyle Cullen on a right. shirt. It's just, 
You want to do like a I want it like, like I, I love your guys' merch, and there's a handful of other people I really love their merch. Where it's just you would wear it anywhere. You don't feel like yeah, um, like you're saying heydays. People at heydays wear these vulgar shirts because it's like the only place the they can wear the place it. For it. Yeah, yeah, the time and the place. I don't want somebody to only wear a Kyle Cullen shirt. Yeah, you know, riding park or whatever. I want somebody to like really want to you know wear my shirts wherever or mm-hmm. whatever i or so you're, you're saying you want to get a brand not just mm-hmm. have uh, mm-hmm. not not necessarily feel as merchy yeah. which nowadays i feel like pretty much you have to it seems like with the merch a lot of people are or brand you know when you're a youtuber and you're pushing the shirts or whatever any kind of clothing it seems like everyone's trying to push some kind of brand like yeah. what you're saying yeah. yeah i mean you thinking that is just you could just, do both though you could still Jenny. start with kyle cullen but then you could also kind of start you know branching into you know maybe you come up with a a good just brand yeah. that can stand for something bigger or, than i guess just your name you know and so we've i've got a few ideas and even miller gave me a really good one that was just fit my style really well and i guess it's just i need to take that first step i just need to do it see how it goes and it I bet you'd do great, dude. It's, For sure. it's either gonna do great or it, it's gonna just show it. me. It's just, gonna give me a reality check. And just do it yourself. Get get the yeah, merch. Yeah. Have have find someone who can design it. Mm-hmm. Get it made, and then just ship it out in house. Start in house. Keep it small. Hey, Micah, you want to design me some shirts? No, he can't even have time. <laughs> I don't have time. But also, hey, like, you're trying to steal Luke. I do <laughs> love exactly. Listen, we'll trade off. Shit. Trade off for a week. <laughs> okay. There we go. I Luke seems love, nice, uh, but I got to keep Mike. <laughs> <laughs> I love, I mean, also the sturdy mindset of being like, I don't want to start too early because if I could get anyone, any advice as far as early channel, like don't start too early on merch. It just yeah. don't, it's mm-hmm. not worth it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm talking like that. You got like little kids that are like, I got a thousand, yeah. I got a thousand subscribers on YouTube. I'm going to start merch. I'm like, just focus just, on your video. Yep. Mm-hmm. I'm like, just keep crushing videos because like, it's common sense. Yeah. No one's going to want really. Yeah. But yeah, so I, I think you're definitely at a point where um, people and another, this is like just a thing I've thought about. Um, You know, we do like our merch shops, a whole line of stuff. It's like also if you've never done merch, which you, so you've never had, I've never okay, done so anything. So then that's where you can actually. I just wear actually, everybody else's merch for all my videos, which is the We're going to have to send you some stuff. I don't yeah. think you should do any merch. <laughs> Listen, I'll we'll send you a shirt for every video. I, I, I do, billboard rep, for <laughs> Dude, I do <laughs> rep a few of your shirts and I always get comments. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, I love the Positive? Sea Boys shirt. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love the Sea Boys shirt. I love your Sea You that's guys, good. you watch Sea Boys? You know, stuff like that. So that's nice. really cool. But that's when you will be able to get away with, um, just quite literally doing your name mm-hmm. and definitely make it cool. Definitely make it something yeah. you love. And then you'll, you'll be like, dang, I actually sold a lot of those. That's that first influx of yeah. n- never having done merch and mm-hmm. then people wanting it. Of and course. then from there you can go, okay, cool. You know, I got some sales and, and people are interested. Then you're like, let's, let's think of a brand. Yeah. Although I guess a, a really hard launch on it all would be, would be a good thing too. I'd say definitely, definitely just like try to do it right. You know, and and That's work like definitely yeah. you're gonna have to put work in but it'll be worth it if you can you know build something that you're proud of and true like if you like it i'd say right there then there then you're you're yeah. good to send it some people they they get like like there's steps to everything it's like step a b c mm-hmm. you know and you're definitely at the next step is yeah. merch yeah. in in my personal opinion but like you're asking yeah. if you're skipping a step but you're not in my I, opinion i guess the one thing is i am pretty picky on whose merch i will wear you know like i said i do get a, a, a lot of youtubers that we've met we've you know a lot of them give us merch and i've worn it or you know i will wear it so i'm kind of particular on whose merch i will wear so i feel like that make me pretty particular on my own merch because yeah. i'm gonna be wearing it then i want it to be cool 
Definitely. Yeah, just make it good. Just like YouTube videos, <laughs> yeah. you know? You want to always do the best you can. That's mm. pretty much my only advice. But, yeah. Hell yeah. I genuinely appreciate having you guys on. I'm glad you guys are making a little trip. You guys, like you said, when you first got on, you know how hard it is to plan something out mm-hmm. like that when we did our RV trip. Uh, trying to, like, we literally had every single day planned out, and it was... <laughs> wildly stressful that's, that's so funny but, and because so awesome. you're not you're on other people's schedules too yeah. you know like yeah, in a, a sense thing. you're on our schedule and you're on whoever else you just met up with on their schedule but um really glad you guys could come through yeah. make it on cool. the podcast yeah. oh yeah, yeah. Tell so thank you guys about it on, yeah and uh we'll have to get together sometime at another cletus race or something Something. that would be fun that that would just be kind of like i would say may we're gonna do another road trip and probably hit out west and circle back so we have to come on for we'll have to come on for an update podcast in may sounds good perfect all right guys well thank you so much for listening make sure you're subscribed if you're not we'll see you guys next time peace hell yeah today's episode is brought to you by angie angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well let me tell you there's the version of it where you try to do something at home and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you you watch them do it the right way and you go thank god i didn't try to do that myself i have fully done things around the home that i think look good and then a bang in the night and i wake up to a shelf collapsing a painting falling off the wall like it i've i've seen it all go south i own a home and i can tell you I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.